0: Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on my fourth podcast. This is Carrie Aller and with me today I have my sister-in-love Rachel. Hi Rachel. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for joining me today. Of course. So I see that you have coffee with you which is awesome because it's coffee chat right? Yes. What creamer did you choose today? I think maybe it's hazelnut but I'm not Ah. sure. There were a lot of options and I just grabbed one. I know coffee is like my I don't know one of my things. It's just my addiction. What about you? Um, I kind of go back and forth. I
1: I do coconut milk a lot. Oh yeah. And so it kind of like, I don't really buy it out very much because you can't get coconut milk out. Right. So um, I do have a couple of drinks at Starbucks that I like to order. So what are your drinks of choice? Right now I'm addicted to the ultra caramel frap with coconut milk. It's my favorite.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Is that the um, one with a vanilla bean or whatever? I don't think so. No. Okay. It's but
1: they put a ton of caramel in it, like
0: in the bottom, and nice. there's whip and then there's whip on top with
1: caramel. What?
0: Yes. It's you good. know, my I go back and forth. Actually, M- can we cancel this? Because I need to run to Starbucks really fast and grab myself. I, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh yeah. I love Starbucks so much. Um I love their ice cream tea lattes, which are amazing. I've not had that. What? Nope. It looks kind of like baby poop. I'm not going to lie. It's like this okay. green, yeah. you know, and you you order extra matcha and then you add vanilla in it and it's so good. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, pretty familiar baby. with the green of baby poop. Oh, so I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> which is funny because we're going to talk about being a mom Yes. today. So it kind of goes into that, um, which is, <laughs> you know, interesting to think about how that attaches to being a mom, but it's true. Yeah, it does. So... We're going to talk about how uh, being a mom is important and how it's easy for us as moms to get kind of lost in what that title is, being a mom. And so, um, Rachel, you have how many kiddos? I have three. Yes. Um, I have a
1: 10-year-old girl, a 9-year-old boy, and a 6-year-old boy. Yes.
0: And they are precious. Yes. They are darling. (laughs) No, they are. They are. Um, yeah, Rachel and I have a really interesting story actually of how she became my sister in love and, um, my husband's mom passed away in 2013 and that was really heartbreaking and really hard time for our family. Uh, and we actually, I knew Rachel, I think it was a couple years before she passed away. Uh, we met because our kids played on the same t-ball team. And your father-in-love was the coach. Right. And um, and so we became friends, and we just hung out. And after my uh, mother-in-law, Kay, passed away, um, it was sometime after that. And God just put it on my heart to ask you if your mom was single. Right. And, and she said, was. And she was. <laughs> she was single. And um, so then we said, well, why not set her and my father-in-law up on a blind date. And yeah. so we did. Having no idea what was going to transpire. Right. And then, you know, a year later, um, they were married. And yeah. so that's, it's, you know, God can take a heartbreaking situation and make it yeah. something beautiful, you know? And um, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm now sorry. I I have you as my sister-in-love and I have uh, these wonderful nephews and nieces, yeah, they're precious, so that's awesome. Some days, some days they're precious, some days they're like, ah, yeah, it just depends, you know. That's okay, my children are too, they're crazy. Yeah, very crazy. And then you put our kids together, and it's like Lots double crazy. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say double, but it's yeah. like five times. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Rachel, why do you think as moms, though, it's hard for us sometimes to find who we are and use our voices outside of us just being a mom for our kids and that kind of be our identity.
1: Yeah. I think for me personally, something that I've noticed is it's not even just um, being a mom, but in general, just in different seasons in our life, whatever we're going through, I think um, we should find our identity in Christ, but it becomes so easy to become distracted and find our identity in Whatever season we're in in life. So when you're a mom, um, I think I personally find my identity very much in being a mom and those things, and, and taking care of the um, the things that I do for my kids in that role. Right. Um, and I think you just get so busy in doing those things. And for me, right now, my kids have just started back to school, mm-hmm. and so this is my, I guess it's my third year of all of my kids being in school. And so um, I still struggle with when they first start back to school, um, just kind of remembering how to be alone, how to do things without them, because Mm -hmm. I'm always with them. They're always with me. Mm -hmm. And I think it just becomes difficult to remember who you were before you had kids, right. who you were before you were married, who you were without any of these other things being attached to you right? Um, as we move through different seasons in life. So I think we just get kind of caught up in, in whatever season we're in and we forget that ultimately, you know, God has, has a bigger purpose for us and it's yeah. not just to be a mom, even though that's a fantastic role in and of itself. I think there's just a greater purpose behind it all that um, we're reminded of when seasons change. Right. To go back to that basis of finding our identity in Christ rather than whatever season we're in.
0: Yeah. I think that's so true. And, you know, our family is our first ministry always, you know, and so we always have that as priority. But then it's like after that, I think sometimes we just get stuck. It's like, I don't know what to do outside of you know, laundry, laundry, and being the taxi driver and the nurse and, yeah. you know, all this stuff and on call 24 seven, you know, yeah um, I don't know what to do. And I think sometimes women struggle with, well, can I do anything outside of that? And the answer is yes, yeah, of course. It's just a balancing thing. And of course, putting your family first. So yeah, definitely. So you, you've helped at your church, you've helped in the kids ministry, you're right. helping in the women's ministry, um, and you are very active with your kiddos. They are in baseball and I don't know how you do all that you do, but Uh, it's pretty awesome. I love doing it. Honestly, there's basically everything in our
1: schedule is like my favorite. So I love taking Tucker to his baseball practices and Beckett to his baseball stuff. And Tucker's got football and Riley's got, you know, all of her little things that we do. And I honestly just love all of them. I love serving at church. I think that there's, um, just something so great about finding the connection right. um with a group of people that are like-minded and being able to serve alongside people that lift you up when you're down or um right. it takes the focus off of you and i i love serving so just everything in our schedule is great i just love it all
0: yeah, yeah. one thing i love about what you just said you said it takes the focus off of you yeah and so you've served in this church that you're at now, and you absolutely love it. And before that, it was kind of, you're at a different place where you just kind of right. didn't know where to plug in. Right. But do you find, and I, this is something that I talked about with Kara on my last episode of the importance of getting plugged into a small group or getting plugged in at church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they have the right doctrine. You know, it is Bible-based, all those things. But Why is it important for people to get plugged in like that?
1: Well, we have come through um, as a family. My husband and I have gone through different seasons um, and we attended our first church basically my entire life. When we left and moved to a different um, church, it was a struggle because we had come from a really small church and we went to a really large church. And it was really difficult for us to kind of find our place and, and to try and connect and we struggled for a long time. It was a, it was a great church. I just think ultimately it wasn't the right place for us. Right. And so we went there for eight years and I, I honestly felt at the time I thought if we stay here, then my kids are going to be raised here. And then my kids will feel the feeling of it being their home. So even though I don't feel that way, we'll be able to provide our kids with that feeling by staying here. And it just never occurred to me that we could all have that feeling at the right place. Wow! And um, so we ended up, it was kind of a fluke thing that we ended up at this church. And we um, we went the first Sunday and immediately just felt like this is where we're supposed to be. And we started attending that church. We got plugged in really quickly. Um, we, we had a circle that we attended. Um, we both serve, my husband and I both serve, our daughter serves as a next-gen leader. And so she serves as a a greeter at church, which she loves. And we just found ourselves plugged in so quickly. And we felt like we were surrounded by people that had the same goals and the same focus. And um, something that our pastor has talked about is, you know, having a small group of people, the voices that you have close to you, being the voices that are going to encourage you down the right path. And I think right. it's hard to find those voices when you don't have um, a healthy church that you're at. Right. Right. Um, it becomes a lot easier when you're attending church with people who have the same mindset. And then you get those voices really easily in your life that do have that same foundation when you're going through something. Yeah. So being plugged in is a huge thing.
0: What would you say to people? And this is something that, unfortunately, I hear a lot from people is that they are not going to church because they've been hurt by the church.
1: Well, I think what's really important to remember is that the church, we're just people that's right. like everybody else. that's right. So I'm imperfect. Um, Me too. My savior's perfect, but Amen. that doesn't mean I am. Amen. And so I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to hurt people. And I hate that, Um, I, I wish that we could just do away with all of that, but there are going to be things that are going to happen. And honestly, I've been hurt by people in the church before because it happens. I think what you have to remember is just because we attend a church doesn't mean that we're perfect or blameless. We still are going to be human like everybody else. It's just at the end of the day, I bring myself back to the fact that I do want to be a better person than that. I do want to grow. I want, um, I want to I ultimately want people to see my savior in me. And Amen. so, you know, sometimes that means apologizing yep. um when it's difficult right. and you really don't want to because it's super <laughs> awkward. Right. Um but I just think you know, we're not perfect. Yep. We're just people like everybody else. We just happen to be a, a group
0: of people like-minded in the same building. It doesn't make right. us perfect. Right. So I I would agree with you 100% on that and you know, I was on staff at a church for a long time and so you do see a different side especially when you're on staff you see the business side you yeah. see the you know the people as people and right. we all fall short every single day so i think that's something for people to remember is that you're not going to find the perfect church yeah and yeah. you're going to find a place and there's going to be times where you might even want to leave the church that you're at but and god sometimes does call you to a different place yeah. you know um and like in your situation you, you really felt like God was calling you to your church that you attend now. And I right. I believe that with my whole heart too, watching you guys serve and your children are little greeters at the door and all yeah, kinds just of Just the stuff. growth of our family. Right. The growth has been amazing to watch yeah. um, from my point of view even. And so I think that there are those instances, but I also think that people sometimes need to stay when they feel like they need to leave because of hurt feelings or whatever. They need to make that amends. Yeah, absolutely. And not just hurt and walk away.
1: Well, and I think it's even easy, you bring up being on staff at a church. I think it's even easy as someone who attends a church to get this idea that the people on staff are the perfect ones. Right. And so then we look at them differently and we put them up on a pedestal instead of realizing that even being on staff doesn't make those people perfect. Right. And so there are still going to be things that are awkward in situations that maybe don't seem right to you. Right. That are going to happen. Yeah. You know,
0: the people on staff aren't perfect either. So. Absolutely. Like one time I walked up in a conversation and someone said a cuss word. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, Carrie. And I was just like, why are you apologizing to me? Because I said a cuss word probably like 15 minutes before I walked yeah. into this conversation. Because, <laughs> yeah. and I say that, To say I am not perfect, and that's one of the things that I've struggled with in my life is, you know, I insert a cuss word when I probably shouldn't or when I shouldn't, not probably, (laughs) but, you know, I'm not perfect. I I fall short all the time, and that's why I need Jesus in my life, and so I think that's really a great point that we need to look at the pastors as people. Right. I mean, they need Jesus 100% just like we do, you know, and so that's really a great point to make. So um, Rachel, you know, with all that being said, what would you say to the mom that's maybe listening to this podcast right now that's struggling to find her voice and where she should serve? You
1: know, I don't know. I think that's hard. I had some really special people that were instrumental in kind of bringing me out of a place when I felt stuck and like I wasn't really sure what my next step was. I think it's important to have people in your life that will do that for you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because sometimes we don't always we don't always feel like we know what the next step is. Um, and again, that's why I think it's really important to be part of a church body that is um, has the same values as you. And right. because those people will, they'll come to you and they'll encourage you. Discipleship is a huge part of our church, and so I had a couple of people that just came to me and said, "Hey, you know, I'd love to see you serve here, and would you come to this this meeting and right. Um, take part in this. And it came at a time in my life that was really difficult, that I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and fear, and it made all the difference for me. So I think making sure that you surround yourself with good people is is a big thing for a mom. I think remembering that it's okay to take time for yourself, even Mm -hmm. as your kids are younger, because Mm -hmm. we do get so caught up in you know, I mean, from the moment they're born, you just, you, I remember having them in the hospital and no, not really wanting to share them. Like, yeah, I, I'm really happy you came to see the baby, but I really just want to hold her. Like yeah. I just had her. So I think you kind of go through those um, times where you just want to be with your kids all the time, 24 right. seven. Right. And I think it's important as they're young, even to remember, to take those times, to remember who you are mm-hmm. and Fill yourself up again Mm -hmm. so you can pour out. Oh, yeah. And um, just to to try and connect with yourself, give yourself some self-care and some time and go out and get your nails done or go shopping, go hang out with friends. Just do little things to remember that you are someone outside Mm -hmm. of the confines of your house.
0: Oh, yeah. And we've all heard that. That is such a great point, too. And we have all heard that expression of, it's like the airplane ride. You gotta put your face mask yeah. on first before you put it on anybody else because if you're passed out, you can't help anybody. Right. Right. And I think as moms, we go, 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 go. go, go. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> but we do. We we just keep going. Yeah. And I think it's almost like we put ourselves on a guilt trip if we do take time yeah. for ourselves and we think to ourselves, well, I'm not worthy of that five minutes of soaking in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, my bathtub is my happy place. I will sit there. I have this sign that's in front of my bathtub. So like when I'm sitting there, I can look straight at it. And it's the Timothy verse, 1 Timothy 5, 7, um, where it says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and of a sound mind. Right. And so I have to have that reminder there because my brain constantly goes and goes and goes. And I think of all these scenarios that could happen that maybe might happen and yeah. They don't happen. And <laughs> yeah, those what ifs can
1: just exactly. like keep you in a nasty
0: circle. Yes. And so um, being, you know, that I need that happy time so I can be filled up so I can, you know, I just sit in the bathtub, I pray, I put on worship music, I read that verse over and over and over. And then I'm able to come out and be like, okay, guys, let's finish out the day. <laughs> you know, you
1: know, I'm super impressed. Your bathtub time is way holier than mine. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> You have like Jay-Z going or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm <laughs> rapping in the tub. No, my bathtub time is my mommy show time. Oh, okay. So I am really particular about my kids not seeing adult television, anything that is, you know, questionable. There's a lot of stuff, even just commercials that are... Like, you just don't want your kids to see that stuff. Right. Or it raises questions that you're not really prepared to answer yet. And so my bathtub time is mommy show time. And <laughs> I take my, like my laptop in there or whatever it is that I'm watching on that there day. And go. I set it up and I just like, I don't worry about commercials. Oh, that's I don't hilarious. have to worry about anything. I, just I love there it. And watch my show. No pause. Like, I don't have to worry about when the kids walk in, like pause that right, right now. Right. You know? So
0: what's your guilty pleasure then? No comment. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> what is it? I want to know. So yeah, I
1: do love Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. that's That's been one of those shows that I've kind of like watched from the beginning. Okay. So I like that. Yeah. But I have a lot of shows. I kind of just like, I'll like just go through a list. You okay. Know? So all right. I also love The Good
0: Place. That's really funny. If I'm mm-hmm. looking for like a good laugh. Okay. I've so. never watched that. So funny. And I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy since like probably the third season. Yeah. I'm sure there are people that are gonna be like seriously, she watches Grace Anatomy. No but mm. No, Grace Anatomy is awesome. I just haven't watched it since the third season. So my guilty pleasures right now, and I told Kara this are um This Is Us. (gasps) I love This Is Us. That's like my all time favorite. I seriously love it, and I want to be on that TV show. Yeah. So, hey, if you're listening and you know someone, <laughs> hit, I, <her> up. <laughs> hit me up because I really would love to be on that show. Um, but This Is Us, and I love Walking Dead. I've never watched that. Oh, my gosh. I'm too scared. No, like, <laughs> it's kind of intense, like, the first season because, yeah. you know, you're just getting used to these zombies and stuff. And, like, it's kind of creepy. But then as it goes, you it's more about the characters and the storyline. And the focus isn't so much on the zombie part. Yeah. So, but I really like that show. And then, of course, The Office, Parks and Recreation, so and Friends are, like, my go to If you like,
1: like, The Office and stuff like that, yeah. I think you'll like The Good Place.
0: Okay. I'm going to try kind of it. I'm going to try
1: it. Okay. Now that you mentioned This Is Us, I just have to yes. ask, like, what character, which of the
0: siblings do you feel like you relate to the most? Oh, wow. That, that is a good question. Yeah, I feel like I relate to Kate uh-huh. a lot. Yeah. Um, weight struggles have been a part of my journey too. Uh, when I was in sixth grade, I was bullied and someone told me, the most popular boy in school actually told me that I should go kill myself and I was so ugly and fat, I should go kill myself. And he said this in front of the whole, you know, my peers. And yeah. I almost took my life because of it. So I can relate to her in that aspect and finding comfort in food. Mm -hmm. Um, and God has helped me along the way to find my focus and my comfort in him as opposed to food still struggle, but you know, and then I can also relate to, and I just drew a blank on his name, Randall or Kevin, Kevin. Thank (laughs) you. Um, I haven't, I have had coffee, but I don't feel like it's kicked in yet, (laughs) but Kevin, I can relate to Kevin and Kate, I think the most. Yeah. So what about you?
1: Oh, I'm definitely a Randall girl all the way. Randall. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Like thinks he has it together, like all of his T's crossed, all of his I's dotted. And then just like life slaps you one day. And you're like, I do not have this together at all. Like you're under the desk. Yeah. In tears. Like I cannot move. That's me. Yeah. That's me for sure.
0: Yeah. but I, I, I love Randall's character. Yeah. So great. And his story is like so awesome. Yeah. And man, and you know, and Kevin, like I can relate to him in that way of, you know, always wanting like our performer and, yeah you know, and not I guess at first when I was younger, I wanted people's approval because of being told I was so ugly and fat, you yeah. know, and so I was trying to get people's approval, so I almost kind of would bend my uh standards, my morals to fit into their whatever they wanted me to be right instead of finding my voice so. Um, Yeah, that was a good question, Rachel. Well, and that's another, I mean, that kind of leads back to
1: the momming thing again, Yeah. um, looking for approval through other people. And I feel like that's something that we struggle with so much nowadays as moms that maybe previous generations didn't have the same struggle as it's just always in our face. You know, like, do I vaccinate? Do I not vaccinate? Right. And not only that, but even when you try and do the research yourself, you can find anything out there to support whatever side you're kind of on. Yeah. And so it's just confusing. It is. And you're like, I mean, do I give my kids red dye or not? Are they not supposed to have that? Is he yeah. going to bounce off the walls tonight? <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. I don't know. Like right. it's just overwhelming. It and is. you do kind of have to, you have to, at the end, go back to the fact that, you know, God made us each unique and special mm-hmm. and, and he created us that way for a purpose. And so, you know, I'm a big believer that you have to do what you feel is best for your child. Right. And as a mom, you do that and you walk and you hold your head high knowing that you're trying to be the best mom you possibly can. Amen.
0: But it's hard. It is hard. Well, I'm just so glad that you got to come on the show today and you got to spend time and hang out and... Um, people got to hear your voice because I think you have a lot to offer people. Oh, thank you. And I told Rachel this a long time ago, but I still believe it with all my heart that she will be speaking in front of people at some point someday um, and God's stretching her. So I'm really excited to watch that happen. Yeah.
1: I'm ready for the stretching to maybe stop a little bit. (laughs)
0: Like give me, give me a break (laughs) on the stretching.
1: Like my rubber band is about to pop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But you know what though? I, I, it's those moments though where we do get stretched yeah. that we really do see God. And like, I don't know how I made it through this season, but God, yeah, absolutely. you know? And so yeah. he shows off in those stretching times. Yeah. But sure. sometimes I agree. Like you're waving the white flag, like Lord, I've yeah. had enough. Yes. Let's <laughs> stop the stretching for a while. Yes. You're like pulling my hamstrings. Right. Like it's someone else's turn now. Like, yeah. You, you know, focus let's on focus this on person.
1: <laughs> I feel like the neighbor really needs some help. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be selfish. So you just
1: go help them. <laughs> <a little> while.
0: <laughs> that's so true Uh, well thank you so much again of course and do you have any closing thoughts that you want to leave people with I I don't think so (laughs) I probably gave more thoughts than I should have (laughs) okay well you guys thank you so much for joining and um, tune in for the next episode and I don't know who will be on every week I don't know or every episode should I say Um, I don't know who's going to be on but just be surprised when they come on So anyways, you guys have a great day. And thank you, Rachel. Of course. Bye. Bye.